Welcome back to Furry Trash. I'm your host, Get in the Box, and this week we have a very, very special guest, Lanky Lunatic. Hello. Thank you for having me on here. Thank you for coming on, Lanky. You've like a special place in my furry heart because you were the first full suited furry I ever met. Oh, you so. <laughs> <No>, my heart. <laughs> well, introduce yourself and what you do and how you like the furry fandom. Uh, so, hey there. I am Lanky Lunatic, otherwise known as Lanky. I'm a digital artist, uh, I work online, do commission work. I'm currently a model maker, studying college to hopefully do this as a profession. Uh, I fursuit, of course, and sometimes I make suits on the very odd occasion. <laughs> and your Sona, who is your Sona and what inspired him and they to be? So Lanky Lunatic is my main Sona. Uh, they're basically just me if I was a hyena, because I wanted to like keep persona in like the purest form of like, oh, it's just me. Uh, basically... They were like an amalgamation of just my favorite things. So like favorite animal, so hyena, and then favorite colors, which are like blue and purple. So that was in their eyes, their claws, their teeth, all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, mm, I don't really want to be like a normal hyena. So I was like, oh, let's make a monster. I like monsters. So that's how long community came to be. And um, people might know you as SW7. Do I have that <laughs> Yeah, SW7. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Seven, uh, I've been mixed up a few times, He like people thinking he's my main persona, but he's not. He actually started off as a human character based on the Smiler roller coaster in Olden Towers. And uh, SW7 was the name before it was given the Smiler. So back then when he was a human, I was like, oh, what if I drew him as a furry? That would be fun. And uh, so I did that and I like, really liked it and I kept it. And he became Smiler the Hyena, and that became like my online username when I first started out in the fandom. And then there was a few incidents in the past where uh, he got stolen, sadly, from me, from somebody. And that kind of prompted a redesign and a name change and stuff. So I changed him from Smiler to SW7. And after the redesign, I made him into a suit. And then <laughs> went to conventions in him and people were like, oh, SW7, wow, it's great. Um, but I never felt happy as him as like my persona because like, no, it's not me. It's like a character I play as. And so I kind of put him on the back to be like, yeah, he's a character. And Lanky Lunatic is my persona, basically. Lanky Lunatic is you and then SW7 is like an off section part of you. Basically, yeah. He's like a, a kind of a fun character that I get to like be really upbeat and like run around and that kind of stuff. So. And what's the, like, I've just spoken about the backstory of the characters, but what made Lanky Lunatic, Lanky Lunatic? Oh gosh, right. So Lanky Lunatic, uh, it started off as, like, my Gmail username, basically. Um, I, I just, I really loved the sound of it, the alliteration of it. I was like, oh, I really want to make a character out of that. And I was like, what if that became my name when Lanky Lunatic was my character? Uh, so that's kind of how it started out. The back in the day they were originally called Boo and they were just a normal hyena and then they became Lanky and the Lanky was a normal hyena and kind of like as I progressed they progressed too so like anytime I like cut my hair their hair would change when I got like changed my glasses their glasses changed and like over time I started adding and taking away things I liked the more until they became what they are today basically. And what got you involved in the in the furry fandom? Oh man, this is a long one. Uh, back in 2012, when I first kind of joined the internet world, uh, they, on DeviantArt, there was a fursuiter on the front page for ages. And some people probably will know them. They're called Rufin. They're a, a 
Japanese fursuiter, a kimono fursuiter. And there was a really, really pretty picture of them in a sweet shop. And like back then, I had no idea what this was. I was like, oh my God, they're so pretty. Uh, I really, really love them. I love this idea. And when my friends at the time introduced me to the idea of a fursona, they're like, oh, it's like a, a persona, but with fur, like an animal. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. I want to make one too. So I did that. I made like a wolf and then I made a snow leopard. I was like, wow, they're my personas. Yay. You know, and um, it, it was, it was, yeah, it's just a really fun time basically uh, with that. And then in fifth year, I think it was in school, I started talking to a friend, a, a different friend about like, oh, I'm kind of getting this thing called like the furry fandom, you know? And I was like talking about this fursuiter, Rufin, uh, talking about other fursuiters I discovered. And they, they were like, you need to make an FA. Oh my God, we'll make a, a, fur, a fur affinity account together. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I, I made a fur affinity account and then I made a fursuit a year later. And then I started going to conventions and I met more furries. And then I made an amino and it kind of just launched my entire career into the fandom from there. So it's, it's been a, a big, long journey, but it's a massive part of my life now, you know? And you mentioned there a, a kimono. For people who don't know what like a kimono suit is, explain what a kimono suit is. Oh, okay, so kimono is a style of fursuit, basically. It's, uh, it's originated in Japan. It's really, really popular over there. They're usually like really, really large eyes with the glossy domes over them. Really like thick thighs, small features on their faces, like noses and mouths. Um, yeah, it's just a really popular kind of chibi style, I suppose, is the best way of explaining it. So it looks perfect, but I would say like the mouth would be very hard to like function in because typically, yeah. <laughs> typically fursuits, well, I mean, depending on the character, but most fursuits tend to have like small eyes and big mouths. So you can actually breathe out of them. Yeah, it's really different compared to the Western style. It's uh, the small mouths are definitely like not the, the major feature of it. I've seen a few moving jaws, but they're very, very hard to pull off. Never really occurred to me of like how the ventilation works in a Komodo suit. Must look that up myself. <laughs> what is some magic power some of those makers have? Because it just, it's absolutely breathtaking. Pardon the fun. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, for sure, though, like honestly, some of some of the works I've seen out there of like, you know, big names like Mochiri Works and K-Line, the suits they come up with are absolutely fabulous. Like perfect examples of the kimono style. Okay, I don't know how to bring this question up. I mean, that just goes to show, like, in that one small community, how much of diversity there is. Like, with the furry community, like, in the west side of, of the world, generally speaking, it's very much, like, 2D and realistic suits. And then on the eastern side of the, of the community, even, it's very much, like, toonie and, like, kimono suits and very cutesy. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. Like, it's really interesting to see how much, like, you know, diversity is with people like you were saying. It's, even with people in general, like with the LGBT community, like being, I suppose, being trans myself, like, you know, I'm kind of biased. But it's really, really nice seeing that massive diversity in the fandom. Yeah. And like, it, it kind of normalizes diversity because everyone is a bit diverse. So it's like no one stands out per se. Yeah, it's it's. The way we're looking at it is everyone's unique in their own way, which is really nice. Like, I've found myself, I've literally found myself through the fandom. I've, you know, realized like, oh, wow, I'm I'm much happier, you know, being trans, uh, presenting myself as masculine, that kind of stuff. And like, the people in this community have been so kind to me since then. Like, I've met so many friends, so many people have like given me advice and be like, oh, yeah, this is, 
you know, this is how you help out, that kind of stuff. Or like, oh, join this community here. It's for like uh, transgender and like and non-binary and LGBT furries. And it's it's just, it's really nice to see that. And like, how did you find like being, I don't know what the word is, but before being out, but like before being out, how did you find that between like being in? Is that even a term? And then <laughs> I don't even like, know. <laughs> What is the term for that? That's a good question. Um, I don't. Know, it. I don't know. It always. It always felt like something was off, you know, beforehand. Like I was. I was fine. I was grand, but I was always like, all my characters are always male, even Blanky. I always presented them as like they them and more he him, at the time. So I. It kind of felt right when I was like, oh, oh, right, yeah. This is who I am. I think all of this helped me find who I am. And it's it's just really nice like that. And I think a lot of people have found that themselves, like getting to, I suppose, present through a character and through a persona and that kind of stuff, you know? It's kind of like expressing someone. It's like expressing yourself without being yourself. Yeah, exactly. Also being yourself at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's a big jumbled mess of being yourself and finding yourself. And it's always in the best way, though. It's been a great like way of exploration and like, finding out things you like, finding out things you don't, finding what works for you, you know? Yeah, I, t- I, to- I mean, I don't totally get you. I, I don't totally get you because I'm not in your position, not people's positions, but I get oh, what you're saying. Totally. I understand it. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I suppose it can be kind of confusing at times, but there, there are bits and pieces that will fall together with, with time. I, su- I hope, I suppose. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find you online? Because I know your characters are very... They speak for themselves, like SW7, like you can't miss him. Uh, I mean, he's bright yellow. He's very hard to miss. <laughs> but where can like, people find you online and stuff? Online, uh, literally, if you look up Blanky Lunatic on Google, all of my social media accounts will pop up. I'm really easy to find. Uh, when in doubt, yeah, just Blanky Lunatic on, ev- on everything. Um, I go by Hawk Squawks on Twitter, but even then, my handle underneath that is still Blanky Lunatic, so <laughs> it's really easy to find. And if, yeah. you're, like, if you're not sure, you should just pop a message, and I'll be like, oh, yes, me. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll link your Instagram and your Twitter into the description, because I tend to link all my guests into the description that's where oh, we all seem yeah. to go yeah, it's perfect i mean instagram is great especially because my my link tree is in the bio there so like you can find all my social medias in there so and what conventions will people be able to see you at next because i know dcc spring is coming up soon heck yeah i'm i'm lo- really looking forward to that so i'm really hoping to go for it and like see everyone there for for your dcc it's gonna be really fun uh after that it'll be confuzzled in may which is like the big one basically I'm very, very excited because, you know, it's the one for you kind of go up to every year. I'm like, oh, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, and it'll be my last one for probably a year or two so I can save up for some stuff. But after that, it's kind of like a, a pick and mix. I, I'll probably do DCC in August and possibly uh, AkumaCon, I think it's called. Uh, so, uh, you know, there'll be time. I'll, I'll be supposed to be posting up on all my social medias, which cons I'll go to and that kind of stuff beforehand. So people are sure they can always just message me too. Well, Lanky, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. It's really, been really absolutely wonderful being here. Like, honestly, I, got, I was so excited when you asked me on. Oh, it's been so fun to talk to you. And you, actually, you're one of the, the first furries because I went to DCC 2018 and it was the first like convention I went to and I was in fursuit. And like you were one of the first furries I actually met. Ah, I remember your fursuit. I remember like meeting you there for the first time. Oh, it was great. Oh. 
and I I remember just giving you like the big massive first hug being like you have a full suit oh my god they actually <laughs> exist <laughs> yeah there's more and more popping up too around Ireland too it's great to see it's great to see I mean people like to growing their characters and making their characters more come to life and stuff I think it's really interesting to see yeah, it's nice to see the community like growing in Ireland. Like, yes, there's more of us. Multiplying. One of these days will take over the world. <laughs> it's our goal in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anki, thanks again. I and I hope everyone else enjoyed it. Um, as always, I have Anki's Instagram and the podcast. The podcast we are now on Instagram. We're on podcast at furry pod on Instagram. So Ooh. we have that now. Go find and, them. Uh, and this week's sponsor, Doodle People XO, will also be in the podcast link before, below. And I'm very excited. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks, Lanky. Thank you. Bye. Bye.